don't need him. Lord knows I don't need him. Telling me I can see him, but I never need him. Listen close to my leader. They tell me that they need me, but they trying to deceive me. I'm free now, please leave me. I'm taking my freedom now. I'm living in freedom now. I'm taking my freedom now. I'm taking my freedom now. I'm taking my freedom back. I'm taking my freedom back. I'm living in freedom now. Well, 2022, we're here. We're back at it again. Inquisitive Minds, first episode for the year. Well, second episode for the year, but first episode that we have very special guests. Um, welcome back, fellas. Welcome back. How are you all doing? I do trust that, that, that laugh he have there. I do trust. Oh, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand. This is how we started first time for the year. Yeah, I don't boy. understand that. I don't understand. <laughs> Go ahead, Nakaro. That laugh means you're up to some kind of no goodery i am just blessed and highly favored that is all mm-hmm. I, I i don't understand where this accusatory tone comes from Aaron. i am just blessed and highly favored how are you sir i'm tired actually <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. love and light love and light yeah boy. Um, well i i think we can introduce ourselves again i mean for a whole year everybody know us you know um we have myself we have dj aaron 868 we have ricardo mitchell the social sage and we're here for the first uh episode of inquisitive minds with our very special guests um and fellas i mean i am pretty excited for this episode because it is something that is close, I think, to all our hearts, sir. Eh? Because I mean, in our conversations, we have been chatting about um, what it means in terms of development and getting young people on board in terms of prepared for the future. Um, and specifically, today we're talking about mem- uh, mentorship. And I want to use this opportunity to ask uh, two ladies we have here with us. From Minds of Trinidad and Tobago, um, which is an NGO that is focused on development and specifically mentorship. And they could say it better than me. So I'll use this opportunity to hand over. I'm not sure who to, to point out first. Um, Abigail, I'll <laughs> yeah, towards guess. you, yes? <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so- Hi everybody, my name is Abigail Maxwell Caraballo. Um, most people fondly call me Abby. I'm a geophysicist by profession and I am the regional director here for Minds of Trinidad and Tobago. And we are just really excited to be here to share you know, what we are about and um, yeah, just to you know, give you all information about what we have to, to share. All right. Well, I am Kalyan John, a medical doctor by profession, and I'm the director of operations and mentorship at the Minds of Trinidad and Tobago. And um, we really are just a career mentorship NGO. We are a branch of the Minds of Initiative, which was started by Dr. Camille Ricketts, who is a Jamaican diaspora. He would have actually started the first mentorship program in Jamaica, his home, his country. And um, he felt that he wanted to expand, you know, mentorship throughout the Caribbean. So he reached out to Abby, who he went to university with. He reached out to me, she was our passion. And he decided to take up the challenge of establishing a career mentorship here because he felt as though it was really lacking. And it is something that is quite beneficial. So he took it up. And here we are. We also have another board member, uh, Lisa Pedro. She 
Not without any moment. Um, please can join me later on. Excellent. Yeah, man. Um, we are very, I must say, we are very happy to have you here um, to discuss what we consider a very, very important topic. Um, so I will just kick it off a little bit in terms of um, what our thoughts were when we initially met and we would have um, done a little bit of macroing on social media in terms of the work that you're doing. Um, and I was trying to think about, I was like, okay, why is this important? Why is this important? And it just happened that same day. I was listening to one of my favorite um, philosophy podcasts and there was a quote and it just hit me upside the head. I was like, and it says a society grows great when men and women plant trees whose shade they know they shall never set in. And, um, and when I saw, when I listened to it at the same time looking at what y'all were doing, I was like, wow, what a synergy there um so we have a lot of respect for your, what you all are doing and um we really wanted to, to chat a little bit about mentorship and you know one of the things i wanted to ask is you know why is mentorship important to you and i I'm asking that question from the perspective of if you're willing to share like uh, a moment where mentorship would have made a difference for for you all um, and then I'll extend that to the other hosts. So I'll start with you. Um, why mentorship? And ha has there been a moment in your development where mentorship would have made that kind of impact, you know, important impact? And if you're willing to share, yeah? Okay. Um, I would say I am actually one of those people who did not have like a direct mentor where somebody took me on their wings and guided my footsteps. Um, I, I like to say I have a mentorship by proxy in terms of when I started my career, I would have been observing two particular doctors who I felt as though they were what the doctor should be. They were knowledgeable, yet they were so very kind. They had excellent bedside manners. And these were things that I wanted to emulate. So I would just look one at them and I'd be like, okay, yes, that's what I should be doing, you know? But um, in terms of I mean, I, I feel like mentorship is valuable because I, I feel as though I would have been a lot further on in my career if I had a mentor. Because there were moments where I'm like, I don't know what to do, how to specialize, where to go about. And like, if I had a mentor, like a direct mentor, I, you know, they would have been able to guide me through that moment of my frustration where I was just like, I don't know. And several of my other friends in my field were like, we just don't know. Um, we, we felt like mentorship would have been valuable to us. So some, coming from sort of a lack of mentorship and just having a through proxy, I realized that great significance. I love that because mm -hmm. not all mentorship has to be that formal type of structure, but that observing and, and being wise to pick it up. I, I agree. But Abby? Yeah, so for me, well, I have a mentor now. And I think um, I only got that mentor probably three years into my career. So I've been working, going after six years. And I did not really understand what a mentor was. I thought I did until I actually got, got one. And yes, we have a formal arrangement where we say we will meet like every two weeks to, you know, catch up and just, you know, get advice and talk about what's happening. But I didn't realize how important it is to really have that support 
especially when you're young in your career. And as Kelly said, you just don't know what direction to take, you know, what, what you might be, how to figure out what you're interested in as well. So for me, he has definitely been invaluable because he, you know, continues to push me more than I would push myself sometimes. Because, you know, sometimes we don't really think we could do some of the challenges, tasks or roles that might come up. But that mentor really sees the sees what you can do and what you're capable of and they help push you in that direction and um i think throughout my entire progression through my through my education and even career oh gosh i'm so sorry um, no that's that's never sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. so true like i i would see well I would have had people who would have actually given me that extra nudge that a mentor would have given, but I didn't know what it was at the time. So for instance, you all asked, what is a geophysicist? In Form 3, I had no idea what that was. I just knew I liked geography, and my geography teacher was like, you know, you're really good at this. Maybe you should consider geology. And I had never heard of this before. So you know, those little nudges are kind of like what you need at certain points to really help you figure out what it is you want to do and achieve. I want to take the opportunity to welcome the youngest guest we've ever had on Inquisitive Minds. Right. You see it? Contributing already. Right. Was definitely seen a career in communications. You, definitely. You understand, you understand what was being said there, Ricardo? Well, my inner child are uh, connected. So I, I got what it was, but it would be difficult for me to explain that to those of us who are um, rigidly disposed of the inner children. Not <laughs> Not accusing you of it at all, Aaron. I'm just saying that it would be difficult to communicate with one who has done such. Well, I was not going to ask you to translate for me too, because you know sometimes it's difficult. To oh, yes, Ricardo, yeah. translate. No, he, he was literally saying, hey, "Listen, whatever it is you're doing, I want to be a part of it because I don't know if you know this, but you're a pretty big deal where I come from, and I'm feeling like I'm a little left out." You realize as soon as he came up, um, above, you know, shoulder mm-hmm. height, he was just like, "Yo, very good, yeah, I mix." Yes, I do. I do. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I meant um the I I guess I meant he in the way that they mean mankind. Right. Okay. <laughs> good talk. Oh boy. Good save. Good save. Listen, mouth. I nearly say something that would have been foot and mouth, but um yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, little baby girl, and please to please have your inquisitive minds. Mm. Yeah. And uh, well. I want to use the opportunity to um, to bring Lisa into the fold. Hi, Lisa. Hi, hi. Good night, everyone. Hi, I hope you're doing fine. Hi, thanks, and thanks for having us. And sorry to be late, but I'm happy to hear the conversation so far. And happy to be well, part of the team. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, um, so you mind if I put you on the spot a little bit, Lisa? That, that is fine. Why mentorship? and why is it important and then if, if you're willing to share a moment like maybe in your career in your development where mentorship mattered you know um in terms of um the why because we think why is important um in terms of the work that you all do you know um so and and of course but we will share our own opinions too as well um in terms of the why okay definitely sure so for me i believe i've I'm a product of my community and I say that because I do believe that that is what mentorship um, involves, you know, people recognizing their role within the community and, and imparting their knowledge and their influence over, over others. 
And I would definitely say from the onset, as from, from a child, as I into a teenager, into an adult, I've always had people recognizing my potential and taking the time to nurture the potential. And I think that led from miserable Lisa <laughs> in primary school. I was really miserable. <laughs> like, you could ask my teachers and my, peer, and my peers. I was really miserable. You know, I had a lot of energy. I remember one teacher said to me, um, told my, uh, my mom when I was in standard three, Miss Green, I don't know if she'll ever hear this, <laughs> but she, she told my mom, Lisa has too much energy and you need to find a way to translate that energy into activities. And that's when I got involved in choir. That's I got involved in all different activities. Um, yeah, which, just in everything. And that led into my uh, my journey. So I went to Bishop's Port of Spain and eventually into my uh, my my uh, my career as a as a lawyer. So from my um, so from yes, yeah, so after UB, after Bishop's, uh, you know, I got a scholarship with the um the, go um, the government here and uh, went into UB, St Augustine, Trinidad and Tobago. And then got, I also got a scholarship after that to do my master's at Fulbright with the U.S. Embassy. So a lot of, and those things happen because I think I've always had people just looking out for me. And, uh, and that, that is, and, and that's how I see, I mean, I see the value of mentorship. And I see um, people saying, Lisa, you're, you're, um, you're good and your teachers would have seen, you know, my, my intelligence and, and they would have nurtured that. So that miserable child sort of gets to focus over time. <laughs> and, you know, I really, yeah, I really, I really must say that had it not been for mentors, I wouldn't be here. And even from school into the job, the workplace, I also had people because people, I'm, I'm someone you would hear the passion from the things I do, from how I speak, from how I carry with myself. Like when I'm passionate about something, it's, um, I, I don't, you would never doubt it. And within my career, I've had people recognize the passion and, you know, I would have conversations with lawyers. And when I was, I, I worked with the UN for a bit, so any development um, sector as well, I would also have people looking out for me. So I, as I said, I will not be here had it not been for mentorship. You know, I'm not somebody who grew into, who you know, was part of a privileged family. You know, my dad is a soldier. My mom is a insurance worker. And, you know, they did what they, they did their best for me. But I also... I, because of mentorship, I've been able to make the leaps and strides that I've done and accomplished in my life. So the why is because I want to see a little girl in 500 and a big 500 also not feel that she's limited because of where she's from. You know, and I want uh, the, the girl in the Caribbean, the, the black girl in the US or wherever. <laughs> I really want them to believe that, you know, you can achieve what you can be, and there are people out there who's, who will be willing to take the time. And so don't feel that, you know, they're, they're, that you're limited at all. I, I don't believe in no barriers. And I want to evoke that to other young people across down Tobago and the Caribbean. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, I, mean, I, I, I love the <laughs> message. I love the way that you would have phrased it and brought it across because, and I mean, it, 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 it aligns with what we would have seen in terms of um, what you, the kind of content that you all put out there um and the work that you're doing so i um, mean we really appreciate that um yeah. and and i'll throw the question off to the guys guys in, i mean i know you all do a lot of different type of um engagements and in terms of social work and but in terms of your mentorship um, experiences anything you're willing to share um I'll, I'll jump in first with this one 
Firstly, I think that you told Lisa that question before because she came very well prepared <laughs> for that. No. Just saying. Um, secondly, in terms of mentorship, well, I, <laughs> and I got trade out there real while, 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 I actually mentor Ricardo and he's a product of, of my work. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, but, see, I see why you went first right but no no, no for serious serious matters right, right. um in terms of mentorship i am very blessed to say that i had many positive male mentors on my journey um starting from primary school i went to san fernando boys rc and one of the main mentors I had there would have been Mr. Alfonso in the early stages and then Mr. Wayne Daniel Pitt, right? And he's responsible for getting me into music, which I'm so very passionate about today. Singing in the choir from standard four, I think, straight up until form five when I entered prayers and was singing with Miss Lemark. So that was a very, um, having them at the my formative stages, which would have been from under the age of 11, and then in prayers, having access to members of the community, the village of St. Martin, where I would have grown up and then into Vista Bella. And I'll, I'll be very frank with everyone here that in Vista Bella, I didn't have the best mentors there because I, that was when I grew up on a, a street of ill repute, to say it politely. And that, was, I think, was the best phase of mentorship in my life to know what I did not want to be. So, and then moving on, when I entered the world of work, having been blessed with um, a father figure at my job who would have died recently, who was responsible for me getting so heavily into finance as Mr. Patrick Lewis, you know, and being able to counsel me on one of the key things which I will end with, the importance of a man knowing how to dress. <laughs> to this day, if I see a man in a dress shoes, a dress pants, and a white, white socks, socks, and if he is not Michael Jackson, we have a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I will endorse one of Aaron's statements. His socks game on point. <laughs> All talks that aside, if if somebody's socks had to save my life, it would have probably been Aaron's. I just I just seen his socks. His, the, the socks are powers. I've given him that. Some of the other stuff have a little pin in it, a little eyebrow raise, but yeah. Um, I would I would take the battle uh, that has been so eloquently and even um humorously passed. Because Aaron is actually one of my mentors. Uh, as a, as a, he's what I would consider to be a peer mentor. Because if it was not for Aaron, I would not be hosting a weekly talk radio program. I would not be, uh, we would not have started Inquisitive Minds as a podcast. I wouldn't be producing and, and co-creator of Chit Chat with Two Ts. I wouldn't be doing so many of these things that I'm doing in terms of communication. So I will acknowledge that I've benefited from being professionally in his presence. Personally, well, you had to say the bad with the good, you know, you, you can't pick and choose. But 
Aaron is actually um, one of my mentors because I came into an environment where while I may have been innately gifted, I had no clue, no clue of what it actually took to do that particular work. And I will never forget the first time Aaron chucked me under the bus. We were live on air a Friday night and Aaron literally like two seconds before the mic went hot, he slid me a sheet of paper and said, read this ad. And I'm like, what? Because I hate the idea of not getting the opportunity to have read it before you read it on air or publicly. They could tell when announcers get stuff that they didn't get to pre-read. So I'm like, yo, you know what? I've, I've pretty much been reading all my life. I should be able to handle this. And then from the time I saw that light go on and the words on the page, they were like, you know, big enough to read comfortably, well-spaced and that type of thing. And I am reading. And on Friday night, we're going to have you blah, 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 ting, 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 tra-la-la. And then it started to get a little complicated because now you had to read out the address now. And so-and-so, so-and-so street, Karuni Savannah. Wait. Like Karuni Savannah Road. Karuni Savannah. And I bust out laughing. Bust out laughing on air. Choking with laughing because big hardback born and raised in Marbella call it Karuni Savannah. And I'm thinking to myself, it is the, the, the knowing is very different to the actual doing. So what I'm saying is that um, I laughed. Aaron was like, finish reading. And I'm like, no, you need to finish this because I'm processing in that moment that, you know what? It don't matter how good you are, you need help. That's simple. So I will acknowledge his contribution in terms of uh, recent mentorship. Prior to that, um, I, the, the, the person I would identify as a mentor was when I was in the oil company that shall not be named for 17 years. Anyway, moving on. And a supervisor of mine, he took a particular interest in a couple of us because he was a leader. He, he was a true leader in terms of the impact he had. He was a teacher. He was a communicator. He was very weird as far as everyone was concerned. But he was also a stickler for ethics. He had a, he had a very rigid code of conduct and that type of thing. Nobody's perfect, but he taught a couple of us how to be comfortable being ourselves in terms of if you think differently how to apply it but still follow the rules how to manage the the individual that you are but still function within a system he helped me untangle issues that i had with myself that had been too busy helping other people to untangle so in being uh, subject to his correction and his guidance and sometimes outright instruction I unraveled things that helped me become a better person to other people. And while um, Iran may have not referenced it at all, I'm also one of those people who helps a lot. I coach a lot. I encourage a lot. And I also correct a lot. So I believe that in some degrees, I've also mentored Iran. I've also helped him navigate and combine his professional life with his personal life and create at least recognize the identity he was already capable of being and that is the type of person that i am I've, i see i help people refine the ore so the mentorship is reflected in even um the sapphire miriam foundation which is uh i'm mentoring teenage girls which part of this going to be 40 year old do you even have children man 
is a board member for a group that is mentoring teenage girls across the Caribbean and South America. What are you um, really telling me? Just now, wait, Ricardo, let me cut you across here. Yo. This the same 40-year-old, sorry, the bordering 40-year-old man who does yeah. not have any children. Yeah. He's also a member of the executive of the San Fernando Boys RC School Past Students Association. Facts. And so yeah, and I, I know children going there. I don't have yeah. I don't have nephews going there, anything like that. What I'm saying is it is a thing, it has become a part mm-hmm. of my life. Right, because now it's not just enough to pay a mentor or to you know mentor an individual. Now it's time to start an impact on our societal and a community level. So yeah, mentorship is a big deal. And when I realized that there's a group that minds of Trinidad and Tobago that is committed to the type of mentorship that had I had it, I'm telling you, I would have changed the hemisphere. Anyway. What I'm saying is when the time comes to choosing subjects, picking a career path, developing skills, learning how to function our corporate system, filing, flipping taxes for crying out loud. What I'm saying is what you're doing is important and it is. this is a very personal episode for us all. And I just want to thank you guys for what it is you're doing and uh, Inquisitive Minds here to support in any way that we possibly can. No, we definitely appreciate that feedback. Really appreciate that feedback because it's something that we are passionate about, which you could tell from everything that we have been talking about from personal experience. And um, I really liked what you said. Like, it really is our responsibility to remember to give back and to really help the younger ones coming up because without that little extra push and help, given everything going on, COVID 19 pandemic, all these other things, like. Like, we don't know where they will end up, right? So it's even more important now, especially, I feel like, for us to to be that support for them and to, to, to just help them know that they have a future and they have a bright future as well. You know, just building on what Abby said, uh, I remember, like, two years ago, I sat, like, I have about 10 cousins, right, who are young, right, under the age of 18. So they were, like, 13 to 18. And uh, so I had a, like a, a games night for them, very discussed careers. It was, the incentive was games and pizza. <laughs> but it, it was really to discuss, you know, what their career path, what they're thinking. And I remember just having that, 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 that meet up with them. And they, they're at an age now where with the click, by the click of their fingers, there are so many opportunities available, you know, but still notwithstanding the, the wide breadth of opportunities you have to avail it's so confusing. Like it, 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 you need that little support to help navigate. How do you enter into this world of work now where the careers you see is not limited to police, doctor, lawyer anymore? There's so, so many things you can do and so many talents and so many unique skills that you can identify now. And I think, you know, just want to reemphasize how important that, um, um, how important it is and how so, um, as, you, as, uh, as Ricardo mentioned, like there is a gap. And we need to be invested in that gap because, I mean, if we don't do it, a lot of our young ones, you know, it just delays the time where they could have been contributing at the earliest time, you know. I'm sure they will figure it out eventually. But, you know, we are able to now just push that and ignite that, that path um, for them to, to figure out. So I just wanted to emphasize that. Yeah, um, I, I love it. Um, and one thing, well, two things I'll say before I make my, my contribution is one um, uh, that 
I'm happy that you all kind of see why why this was very important for us to be off this episode for the year. Um, because we really connect with um, mentorship and you know to see that there's an organization um, of professionals who are actually embracing it and actually pushing it forward is it was was very important for us. Um, and the other thing I would say as a as a um, as a general thing as well is that um, we think is important from the point of view of embracing it and having the conversation around it, which we think is very very important. Mm -hmm. this conversation other conversations and you know whatever we could do to plant the seed um we we think that is important so i, I mean for for me in particular um i mean mentorship is is formal and informal so i, I connect with with what um kelly i would have talked about in terms of the formal and informal you know as as well as in terms of growing up you know the perception level where i grew up as well like what what lisa would have um talked about i grew up in library you know um library library not library right? uh, all right okay right. I, i'm trying to keep it professional a little bit, <laughs> little bit. but you know um you know i grew up in library um you know and uh, one of my really good friends is on death row you know um so it could have gone anyway anywhere right you know so you know as i thought about it um, you know, there, there are a couple of people. There's, I mean, there's a peer, and I, I'll, I'll give you a peer mentorship example that changed things for me. So I remember when, um, and, and this is about Carlo, and, and Carlo knows this, and, and I, I've told him thanks a million times privately, and I'll do it in public. When I was at university, UE, um, and I was doing some more postgraduate work, I don't normally like to talk about myself in these kind of context, but I'll do it for this. Um, I was doing postgraduate work um, and I was studying international finance and I was having a hard time. I was having a difficult time and I was thinking about quitting, right? But quitting has a certain psychological context associated with it, you know? Um, and sometimes we do see quitting as an option. And I remember calling Cardo and I said, I had a bounce off of somebody. And I think I need to step away from this. And I had a lot going on personally and things like that. And he's like, step away and who is going to impact? I said, well, ready and truly with me. He said, I think you're more concerned about what people will think if you step away. That piece of advice changed things for me. And I'll tell you how far it went. It went to the point of leaving, starting another program, focused on sustainability, a year later, getting a full scholarship. And a few months after that, representing China and Tobago in China at the Energy Economic Conference. I would have never been able to do that if I didn't get that right advice at that right time when I needed there. Thank you, Carlo. You know, shed a smooth there. You know, you know, screen record that and I'm going to be your ringtone for That's going to be my alarm. You know, You're going to wake me up every morning and be like, get up and help, boy. Get up and help. You understand? Yes, you know, I, I, then I had the formal too. You know, I had the formal from Mr. Lewis, Mr. Winston Lewis, who is a, a trained reservoir engineer. Um, he's a manager of production operations in the former company that wouldn't be named. Um, and he would have been my one of my mentors who... Um, who would have really shaped my thinking around 
energy and really understanding energy, you know. And then I have the informal as well, Dr. Allen. I mean, if if I had anybody I could model my communication approach to, and I'll be sending this to both Mr. Lewis and Dr. Allen. Uh, so props to you, gentlemen. Um, Dr. Allen had a, a major influence. I mean, so 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 mentorship to me is 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 very very important um, in terms of formative years and um, still ongoing. I must say, still ongoing. You know, um, so but. I, I will throw another question at, at, at the ladies and um, anyone you all can answer. And I know the guys have their follow-up questions, but moving from, from the why into action in terms of the organization, um, if you all could kind of give us an idea of how you all have been going through that as a journey, moving from that, from the thought processes and coming together and now kind of crystallizing that into what you'll do, yeah? Okay, well, I, I guess I could start off um, with the journey part. So um, as Kelly mentioned, it actually, so the overall thing is actually called the Minds of Initiative. And it was started by Dr. Camille Ricketts. He's actually Jamaican. And the first program, Minds of Jamaica, was started in Jamaica. Um, and it was because at that point in time, he saw that, you know, people who weren't living in Kingston or, you know, like town areas, um, a lot of those students weren't really um, granted or, or didn't have access to a lot of the opportunities. So like learning things about maybe applying for university, um, learning things about, you know, studying abroad, they may not have even been exposed to, to those kind of opportunities. So he wanted to try to make mentorship or, or that access to that those kind of opportunities available to students across the board, regardless of where they're from, you know, geographical location, regardless of the school they attended, regardless of their socioeconomic background. And that was how the whole idea of a virtual platform would have come into being. So really the main program that we have is actually a career mentorship virtual platform where anybody at any point in time could go ahead, look through the different mentors, see the different careers that we have available and they could ask a question at any point in time and get a response, even if they don't necessarily have that one-on-one -on -one mentorship established as yet, they could still ask questions and find out about that person's career path. So um, in talking to him, because he's one of my good friends from university, um, is definitely something that we would have seen a need for in Trinidad as well, because, you know, when we think of you know, access to mentorship or even career mentorship in Trinidad. Like, I feel like it's almost, I don't want to say virtually non-existent, but it's very small pockets that really have access, access to that. And we definitely were excited because we know that this is something extremely valuable to us here. And we especially want to make sure that it is accessible to all students and young professionals because we know that, especially during these times, things are hard for everybody. And we just want to make sure that this free platform is something that people can access anywhere at any time. So I guess that's kind of like how it, the idea would have come about and how it came to Trinidad. So along the way, you know, settling, trying to figure out how to navigate the NGO space is very confusing at times. So, you know, like Lisa has a lot of experience. She's, she's a lawyer. She has wit with several NGOs. So, you know, it was really, it was just fitting to bring her in, to, you know, to get her advice um, along the way. 
Kelly is a very resourceful person. She knows a lot of people. Um, and she's also passionate about youth. So it just, it everything just kind of fit together. And it's kind of random how two of them, how we got two of them involved. Because I think we were going to line possibly. Or I remember Lisa was taking a ride with Kelly. And we were all talking in the car. And then I was like, hey, so Lisa, I think I need your help with something. I know you're a lawyer. I know you work with NGOs. And I have no idea what to do. <laughs> and then Kelly was there. She's like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> So that's kind of like, I guess it also shows the value of who's in your circle, having the right people around you as well at the right time. And again, you know, pushing mentorship and just do that connection, paying mentorship, as you mentioned as well. So that's kind of like, I guess, the inception of all of us coming onto this um, and moving forward. Um, and as I mentioned, it's a virtual platform, which you might have Hopefully you'll map it. I don't know if you'll get a chance to go on it. And we are still in the process of building up our, I don't want to say catalog because it sounds so bad, but catalog of minds, which we call mentors. So we are always looking for people who are passionate to share their experiences with younger persons and just help guide them in making their career choices and moving forward in, in life, just making sure that they choose things they're passionate about and, you know, just have access to a lot of opportunities as well. So that's a summary. <laughs> an, an, an excellent summary at that point. I must admit. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I, just wanted to, I just wanted to interject here. As part of the journey in establishing the mentorship, we decided to do a, um, a, a survey. Because as much as we felt that mentorship was important to us, we didn't know if other people found the same way. So we did just like a, a, a survey where 427 persons participated. And of these 427 persons, only 69% ever had access to any type of mentorship, whether it be career mentorship or personal development mentorship. And of the 427 persons, 95% felt that it was important to have a mentor. So you see, there's a, like a glaring gap. 95% felt it was important, but only 69% ever had access. And then even like just researching to do the to do the survey, as Gabby as Abby would have mentioned, there were just little pockets of career mentorship. There wasn't there wasn't really anything out there. Unless you went to UE, there's a UE alumni, you get a mentorship there. Or you went to Arthur Lock Jack, he was an alumni, so you have to be specific to certain groups. There was not one that was actually totally accessible to every single person. But we got one other um, NGO that was similar, but they, they models like having cohorts and they would have to match you with certain careers. So, you know, it still wasn't as accessible to everyone. So, you know, we saw the importance of it. And, um, yes, all of that contributed to our, our drive to really establishing the program here in and for the And I guess so. To add on, like we have, like I said, we have some minds or mentors already on the platform and we are so grateful that they have seen the value in this as well because we went through a lot of training sessions and, you know, just a lot of, as you, as you know, the NGO journeys up and downs, but we finally were able to launch and they're still here on board with us and still excited and they are amazing and talented as well and they, they span different careers. So we want to just continue bringing in different people and showcasing different careers. Because like Lisa, I think Lisa mentioned it, 
there's so many possibilities now for, for younger persons, whether it be social media, they could do things with web design, just new careers that keep coming up, even with energy, renewable energy. So we just want to make sure and highlight all these different opportunities so that you know our youth in Trinidad and Tobago as well could see that they could break out of the mold that they might be accustomed to, to seeing all the time. You know, I, I'm, I'm very pleased with that last statement there, Abby, of breaking out the mold of what they are accustomed to seeing. Because I realized recently there's been an upsurge in the PSAs at many secondary schools doing career fairs. But a lot of them tend to go to only the traditional careers, right? The doctors, the lawyers, the engineers, and those blah, 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 blah. Right. And I really am happy to know that you all are also highlighting some of the new what what happened, Ricardo? The blah 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 blah. <laughs> you, run, you realize it. You realize that our guests are a, a doctor, a lawyer, and a geophysicist, right? I know that. Anyway, but... all right, cool, 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 cool. Right, cool, 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 cool. You just you just blah blah blah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, no man. Cool, cool, I cool, can cool, remember cool. everything. Oh gosh. <laughs> You see why I doesn't say nothing, but sometimes, right? I good. Sorry. Lisa, For... we wrap comedy with, with serious topics, eh? so yeah, boy. we're too surprised. <laughs> Go ahead, here. Sorry. Right? You know, the traditional fields of employment, is that better, Ricardo? Right? And I'm happy to know that you're also focusing on some of the new and upcoming fields, because I, I will face it, my little 19-year-old cousin telling me he wants to be a YouTube vlogger. And here I am trying to figure out how are you going to make a living off of this? But then after watching a couple of videos, I was able to say, okay, what software you want? You want my arm? Lend you my Adobe subscription? No, Ricardo. Um, <laughs> you know, things like that. So I'm very happy to know that you all are focusing on the traditional as well as the new and upcoming fields which are a lot of the youth of today mm -hmm. are leaning towards so like as you mentioned that too for our launch we actually had well two events one was a virtual career day um and i don't know if you all saw that too but we had an author slash entrepreneur how many times do you, i mean how often do you really get to talk to authors who publish you know novels and are selling doing really well we had a web designer and social media content creator we had a volcanologist and we had a recording artist musician slash vocal trainer <laughs> slash entrepreneur i guess so you know that i guess that's along the, the same trend you mentioned of us trying to expose these students and young professionals to other avenues um i guess of, of making money or you know having professions and just want to check just want to interject too more quickly and even with the traditional fields you know we um we're also aiming to demonstrate that there's no one set path like so for law example one of our minds she is not she has not pursued the the um the usual parts of going with a law firm or going with a um being a legal officer for a a, 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 a public um, ministry or government ministry, you know? So I do mention that a lot of young lawyers, you know, they feel like they're subject to this one type of mold or path. 
and so the, the aim is also to show them that you know there are just so many things you can do with law so you're not limited to one particular career path so even with the traditional um parts uh, Aaron, <laughs> the traditional fields. We want to also expose them to the DUI, the, the different ways they could also navigate through um, the traditional fields as well. So they're not limiting themselves again. So I just wanted to highlight that as well. See, Ricardo. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. And it also gave the guests the opportunity to show that it is a issue that they are actively addressing even if the rules that they fall in are considered traditional. This is what it is we want. We don't want people to throw the baby with the bathwater. We want you to use the position you're in to create more positions. And they don't necessarily have to be in the space that you are planted. The purpose of fruit is to create a bigger forest outside of the space of the immediate tree that bore it. Right? That, it, that's, that's not what Zoom started the program with tonight planting seeds that's yeah that's really that's really true it's really deep really deep that's deep the only reason is to keep my <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why they keep my wrong is as get these moments all glory to god all glory to god he really say he could use the foolish i am um, i want to actually use this moment to point out something yeah Aaron. Yeah, you're on. Yes, you're right. Thank you, Jesus. So what happens is I'm looking at the NBA All-Star Weekend and um, I have mixed opinions about it. But one of the things I noticed was that a number of these celebrities I had, well, not a number. I only knew who like one of the celebrities, okay, two of the celebrities were. One of them the was, celebrity um, game. yeah, in the celebrity game Friday, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Tiffany Haddish, because she's hella funny and mgk and the only reason i even know about him is because he um uh he he he, he, he and eminem had a little issue right everybody else was a content producer a social media manager uh the the, the entirety they yeah they had a mayor the, uh, like a young black guy who was a mayor of um cleveland. cleveland yeah, yeah. right but and I'd like to say I didn't know him before then. But my whole point is that um, even the, uh, the the things that generate celebrity and success and, and generate wealth and interest and attention are, are not what they were before. Literally, the majority of these people were doing the work online, appealing to people who like what they like in their own little space. So unconventional is definitely a term that we would use and um, it, it, it's just still amazing to see it. And I, I want to acknowledge what it takes to innovate and to approach a field that you're not necessarily, is not your bag. You know, you, you guys are opening doors to rooms that y'all had no intentions of walking into. That is the epitome of what it is Brendan started with, planting seeds for trees you will never sit in the shade of. You see that, that word online that you mentioned there again? So I think, especially with the new generation, like even as I look at my daughter, like they are just tech savvy. Everything is online for them. And now with classes being online as well, we know that that's a new space things are going in. So that's why I feel as well, this platform really fits, fits in nicely with the trend of how things are going, where things should be accessible at their fingertips. But we want to make sure to keep it local too. So, you know, they will have access to people from Trinidad and Tobago who have 
you know, made strides, whether it be in the U.S., whether it be here, in whichever different career that part that they would have been following. So. Something that came up last year when I was doing the Dream Big Girls Empowerment Program, uh, the opportunities that you present, we, we had like 200 girls in the launch. By the end of the program, we probably had 70 or 80. Uh, and yes, it's a pandemic. We acknowledge that there are challenges that we can't even begin to think of. But there was something that stood out. In Trinidad and Tobago, the majority of students who stayed with the program to the end came from a particular type of school. Schools that would have encouraged them to stay in the program, schools that were, and, and would have had families who were involved in you know, what it is they're doing on the Saturday morning for these hours. The support system external to the opportunity is a huge deal. It is a huge deal. So I just want to point this out for you guys going forward, that there are people who, despite the desire to accept what it is you're offering them, they may not have a support system that facilitates it. Because if there's one thing I learned is that people have to learn how to receive as well. So it's just a word of encouragement to not be discouraged if you find things not unfolding the way that you hope, or that there are people who you had hopes for and they showed interest and the fall off. It's a is, is more than just, it is a good thing we're doing, why they're not coming, or why they're leaving, or it, I'm just saying that if you sign up for this, sign up to grow, <laughs> sign up to grow, things like expectations and that type of thing, you had to throw all the window, and you, you had to learn the process, what it actually is, as opposed to what it is you was hoping it would be. As you said, that, like, that was uh, something that came up in our discussions in the early because we were exactly that. We said we could present and we really wanted to target like the underserved communities or the rural areas. But Lisa would have been involved in um, a program with Blanche Shares and should have shared a story where, you know, a parent, as much as she had like the idea of the child moving forward, she didn't want the child to leave her alone and go into the city and forget about his mother. And that is something that's happening in the 23rd century now. So we, we do recognize that that is something that we have to pay attention to and a challenge and hopefully we can be innovative enough to, you know, we could um, as you would have launched and people getting involved in your program, anything so far that would have occurred from your experience would have stood out as you're considered, hey, this is a small win, because I, I believe in the theory of small wins, you know, as you develop and it's not going to always be the boom, great impact, you know, but sometimes there are the little nuggets that kind of give you the energy, like, listen, this is adding up, this drip, 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 and the bucket is pulling. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to share like anything that they saw as small wins. Um, I mean, we literally, literally just launched like last week. Um, but I would say the feedback so far from the, both the secondary school students as well as the young professionals and university students was very, very encouraging. They were all very appreciative of the launch and the initiative, and they were all very excited about it. Um, I mean, some of the, the kids would have had been exposed to careers that they've never heard about, like a volcanologist. 
So it would have given them just an idea. You planted a little seed, and so to me, that was a small win. I appreciated it. And even like with our panelists um, on Saturday, we had a financial um, investor. So a lot of people who were paying attention to what she had to contribute, they were reaching out to us afterwards. Like, oh my gosh, you're excited. Even something as simple as being how to invest. We, we aren't taught these kind of things in school. So as much as we're a career mentorship NGO, we still want to provide different opportunities to young persons out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be exact, exact career mentorship. You know, um, so there's the opportunities and plenty of potential to us to connect with you. You know, um, we had Mr. Kamara Martins and David. He's the regional secretary for the Caribbean Football Union. Again, he had a very interesting story where he went to university, he did sports management, his parents just kind of watched him to the econ, and he had to forge his way to figure out, like, how do you become, he did a FIFA master's, like, nobody ever heard about, I never heard about the FIFA master. So, like, those little things that people's interest were peaked, and they were, they were just excited by the potential and all the things that we possibly have to offer in the future. Like, that was very encouraging, and seemed like more wins to me, yeah? I don't know if others want to share. Oh, definitely. So I um I remember, I think so many things stood out to me. I mean to the point where I almost cried. <laughs> and I don't usually cry. So <laughs> but um I remember one of the teachers from Blanchard's High, she told me to share the link with the students, you know, and she was so happy to actually see the students participate. And so we had uh, in the career fair, we had breakout rooms. Uh, and she was she she took part in it. So she was part of the breakout room and she actually heard her students who she she knew was very shy. You know, I think he felt so comfortable because of his space and to hear the story from, I think it was the author, um, the little boy, the little boy, yeah, he felt so comfortable to share about what he wanted to do and his dreams. And she said she was so um, pleased to hear that he was so open and to share his, um, about himself in front of uh, other, other people that he did not even know. So like, these are the things that we want to do, even like if it means planting that seed of confidence, for somebody to say yes i will be i want to share my dream because sometimes people don't even do that you know they say keep your dreams to yourself no sometimes you need to share your dream with someone in order for you to get the the the, the thoughts and the guidance that you need and require so this here and that you know those things really stuck with stuck with me another thing that um, stood out to me was because we were concerned about participation you know and the timing for the students on the friday and i remember reaching out to the different schools and one school in particular she told me, um, the teacher called me in the morning, like um, right before. She said she set up the students in a classroom and the story talk about the technical challenges and the access. So they set up the, the students in a classroom to get access to the Zoom, but the Wi-Fi wasn't working in the school. And so everything wasn't working. So they didn't even get access to it. So I shared a recording with them and, you know, and we plan to do something with them after. But just getting, I'm just seeing the support from the teachers you know, and the efforts she took, because she said, you know, she tried to switch up the rooms and also be COVID-19 compliant. So they had to put these spaces. So, you know, the fact that they did all of that to participate really, um, you know, it really touched me and uh, you know, it, it sort of reinforced, you know, yes, we're doing something right. You know, <laughs> we're not doing this in vain. Like there are people interested. There are people who want it. And, you know, whatever we can do to make it happen, um, we will do, uh, we will try to do it. 
and uh, you know even in terms of your sponsorship now so we're thinking in the future we'd have to get wi-fi to these schools you know like these are little things that you know to start thinking and you know but yeah those things really stood out to me i'm glad i glad lisa put that little plug in there because <laughs> we, we you know like with this we have so many plans and so many things you know big dreams big things that we want to do um, and we definitely would need that extra support you know financially as well um in terms of things that stood out for me so they were already talked about the feedback which was really really helpful to us to just help keep us motivated and keep going um in addition to that i think also the response from people like the participants our minds or mentors, as I mentioned, you know, on the Friday, we were able to get um, Mikhail Tija to come and talk to the students. So he talked about his story as, you know, a soccer artist, his journey in music. Um, we were able to get some really amazing panelists as well. So Kelly mentioned we had Kamara McKenson, we, had, we got Jay Hugh Gordon to come and talk. We had Shariel, who is the investment analyst. And then we also had Akia. Um, she's actually a civil engineer and she has her own firm in the US, but she's Trinidadian as well. So it's just, I think the support from people who see it and they're like, okay, they want to get involved, businesses as well. Um, even they came, they came on board kind of last minute to donate prizes as well for the events that we had. So I think all of that really gives us the encouragement to know that we are onto something here and we are going to make an impact, whether house you know, small it might be now, but we know that this has so much potential to grow and it's something that we really want to see continue progress and just be able to reach a lot of these students and younger persons in you know, across the country. So encouraging. Uh, it reminds me, as I said last year, it was a trip because the Safari Mariam Foundation planned on doing a session for 15 to 20 girls in DB. And because of restrictions and lockdown, we had to pivot, we had to innovate, we had to find a way to use what we had. And then there was um, a woman out of Dominica who was like, listen, that song, like I planned in a while ago, do it online so we could access it. And all of a sudden, this thing that we had an idea of became something else entirely. So I just saying that even in this situation, I don't think people get it, you know, but somebody greatest uh, sociological, technological growths happen at the end of or because of world wars. Necessity is the mother of invention. This situation we are in is forcing evolution in ways that it would have probably struggled prior to this. You're seeing things growing and becoming and starting in what's supposed to be the most difficult period in either our lives or in the last hundred years, depending on who older. It has some old people who does look young, like Aaron. And I just saying that the fact that you all could establish something in a time like this, you know, I tell you all know, is mine touching that and Tobago, yes. But the thing that all you're doing, it's going to reach way further than that. Because unfortunately, sometimes you plant good seeds. And the soil itself not ready for what it is planted. I'm, not, I'm gonna leave that right there. I think everybody can understand that we might make investments that will not bear fruit here, but God willing, the fruit itself will reinvest 
and hopefully by then we we could we could help to navigate this particular soil into being more receptive to new fruit. <laughs> is chocolate and snicker the man chocolate and snicker yes? Yeah, because you know I'm a huge advocate for as I said earlier our culture and this pandemic has basically shown us how much potential our culture has to be packaged and because of it we now have a lot of our shows being streamed online we have the soca artists now making attempts to produce music not just for competitions but to produce music which can be played year round and i'm so happy to hear that you all had the keltasia because he's one of those up and coming artists that boy oh boy is he talented and because it's not just music for competition, we are hearing his music a lot more now. And well, he 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 he, he playing that social media game right. And it has also taught some of the older heads, like Ricardo, Zoom and I. Because we'll face it, we 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 ain't no spring chickens anymore. That we also need to meet the people where they are. The man hiding the grainy bed or not. Brother, man, best pop a pillow over your face or something because the whole thing great. I should let the ladies know that um, Zoom is my nickname. Eh? Um, oh, so shock, sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I figured. It's fine. I figured that's, I figured that's after, I was like, process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> right? I did not. <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's been Zoom decades now at all. Yeah. Don't let us meet anything fool people at all. For the app. <laughs> we, we have to now meet the people where they are. We can't sit and wait for the world to reopen for us to go and have these meetings and discussions and places and physical spaces. We now have to be able to sit here via Zoom on a random Monday night and have a conversation like this because this is what or how we have to adapt. And necessity continues to be the mother of invention. Continues. I had to echo that, Ricardo. And, and I, I want to drop a little plug for, and I know he wouldn't do it, but I, I think it's important to do it. To drop a plug for the master himself, DJ Aaron XSA. Me? Who would have done live hosting of, of Pan on Saturday over the weekend. And um, excellent job, sir. Yeah. Um, it's available on YouTube. You can check him out. All is repping for the culture, and um, I mean, and utilizing a blend of the old and the new. Um, enough respect to you, sir. Just saying, if my belly looked biggest because the chair had my sitting down a little funny, I just I that out there. I go to message you and ask you what kind of chairs they put for all. You know, I really go yeah, to yeah, yeah. And the jersey they gave me, it 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 came with a belly. You know, the Winnie the Pooh cut. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that. What? The Homer Simpson cut too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, Yo, so this, um, this is Minds of Initiative. So tell me, what, what do you, what could we look out for? What, 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 what do you all have in store? What, what can Inquisitive Minds talk about the minds of Trinidad and Tobago later in the year and see, yeah, they really follow through. The hard thing, check them out. Um, well, we have to, our programming 
our NGOs separated into two things, right? The Rising Stars program, which is catered to the children 13 to 18, 13 to 17 years and over, 13 to 17 years. Mm-hmm. And then our other one is 18 years and over. So with the 13 to 17 year olds, because they are minors, you would be having more what um, group mentorships with them. So we have in sessions just on things that we wish we knew back in high school, mm-hmm. like how to choose a subject, um, I don't know, how to apply to universities, like those sorts of things that could help them in their career. Um, the 18-year-olds, they would have the one-on-one mentorship as well as you would have, again, more group sessions, teaching them how to write a resume, um, how to financial one-on-one, one-on-one sorts of things. So we just want to have initiatives that we wish we had when we were there. And we're also coming out of it, um, the Jamaican branch, they're already doing it, but they are collaborating with um, Milred, where they're offering opportunities to have two-week internships. So we actually had a Trinidadian student who attended St. Augustine Comprehensive. She participated. She was able to interact with scientists, to engage in genomes. And these are things that we don't have here in our university, no our high so as much as we want career mentorship, we also have, we want to present different opportunities outside where, you know, you, you just, again, just exposure, giving you access. So, those are things that you can look forward to. You can always continue following our pages to see what we're going to be up to next. As you mentioned the pages, please let the listeners know the handles because I know Ricardo is going to put them somewhere. In the graphics. <laughs> Somewhere around. I, I, I don't know which okay. part I positioned in the <laughs> in the, the matrix today. So. <laughs> so we have Facebook, which is Minds of Trinidad and Tobago. Our Instagram is at Minds of PC. Um, so we will have a Twitter and we will have a LinkedIn, but for now we have Instagram and Facebook. And well, also our website. Our website okay, is. Titi.theminds.com, and from there you can actually navigate to our platform, which is open for people to sign up. So, like, if you're interested in getting that one-on-one mentorship, you can sign up on the platform, scroll through, see the different careers we have offered now, and even persons who are interested in being minds or mentors, they could also sign up there, and then we follow up with with them after any process of becoming a mind. So, two things you all need to get on that Twitter life. It's it's, it's like the best thing ever. Um, I know, I know, I know. We will, we will. And yeah. secondly, in terms of signing up as a mentor, what um, level of professional development is needed? So like, let's say for me, if I want, I'm interested in becoming a mentor. What do you mean by what level of professional? Like, do I like need... That. So for like, it's like for my day job, as I said, I'm an accountant. So yeah. just having my qualifications is enough? Yeah, 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 that's enough. Right. So and you would have to out of form, you need a police certificate of character because we need to ensure that everybody is on par above board. And we will be doing a little interview to make sure again that you're passionately here in a pretty long run. Zoom, please meet Mick Ricardo. I know he commented to say something bad there. Please meet him. <laughs> I'm not getting involved. <laughs> As an accountant, so yeah, we were okay with any you know level like. Yeah, you know, you have a master's, and I don't know what the accountant thing, but I don't know if it is ACT or whatever level, as you might yeah. be able to give back, because at the end of the day, your accountant, so somebody who's in, who now starts in their accounting degree, you still have knowledge that you can pass on to them. 
And I guess too, for, for areas that don't really have a specific qualification, like yes, maybe right. entrepreneurship or, or something along those lines, I guess just relevant experience, years of experience, and obviously, you know, experience in running a successful business and stuff to be able to help these students and young professionals. As a DJ, I could just say I have like 25 years experience or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, boy, 25 years, an old boy. Yeah, boy. I thought you were joking, you know. I didn't realize it was actually. I know, 25 years. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's actually like, it's 22, but yeah. But you start DJing when you was eight or something. I don't know. Only do they all have black hair full of I know, God see. And I have like three gray hair somewhere right in front here. All Aaron clothes that smell like shoe polish, you know. All they get in tie up is wiki wiki. <laughs> right anyway it's cool it's cool let me let me not be that guy let me not be that guy um, is, is water wet j- why wow you know what anyway let me be let me be constructive here let me be the voice of reason in this trio uh curious what y'all have any con- considering the economical and geopolitical <laughs> uh situations that we are in all you have for people who need to pivot. Let's see, uh, 39 going on, 40-year-old, who has to reignite a career or start a new one entirely. Because I know you have the 13 to 17, and then you have the over 18, but is the over 18 kind of like really 18 to 25, 18 to 30? Or let's put it this way, what do you all have for somebody who's 40 years old right now and looking to start a new career? Are you people? No, no, I real, I real good. I'm not looking to restart nothing again anytime. This, listen, I, I fed up pivot. I fed up pivot. My uncle them getting big. Anyway, I just saying, I real, yeah, I cool. For that. No, we we don't have a, a cap on the, the the age. So if you you want to pivot, jump on board. It's not a problem. Yeah, anyway, Ricardo. Mentorship has no limitation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very interested in seeing how you guys navigate um someone who is 45 years old getting mentored by somebody who's 29. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the mentorship relationship is really guided by the mentee. So mm-hmm. you if you if you are seeking a mentor, that means you're you're serious, you are mm-hmm. willing to learn, you're open. So I would hope <laughs> I should be able to be willing to receive from whoever's given the information. Mm-hmm. Some some sometimes it's easier said than done, huh? True. And and Rick, Ricardo would know about that from the um from my many escapades at the radio station where I am the youngest guy trying to teach some older persons. But then those older persons are to be mentored. I think there's a difference when you are you yourself are speaking, you are looking out for like so you're you're more receptive, I I think. And even like in mentorship relationships, as much as you may have a mentor and a mentee, you can both learn from each other. You can both benefit. And the, the older mentee would have wisdom that they could relate to the, to the mentor. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a two-way relationship. And that's what we also want to in terms of the mentors themselves. We also want them to 
benefit. It's not just about them giving back, but they can benefit by networking among each other. Mm -hmm. So we want to create a space for them to be able to connect and if they have their own brand, you know, help promote their brand. And, you know, so it's not just about giving as a potential mentor if you want to join one, just know that you can also benefit as well. That is that from your mentee or just from the other network of people that you be around. I'm so happy that casually came up in conversation. <laughs> I'm, no, like, you all would not believe how happy I am with that. Because a lot of the, the persons who would have, or say that they are mentors and they are mentoring the younger generation, they are just trying to impart the knowledge and not realizing that the younger generation has a lot to teach us. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Because I, I, I could openly ask all of us inside this room, how many of our parents are still asking us to help them <laughs> to show them things on, on the computer. But most times they know how to stream a movie on, on Netflix or on the Roku or whatever that is streaming on. They still might know how to, how to check the email or to scan a document, but they know how to, to watch whatever. Get those movies. Yeah, to get them movies. Wrestling and Westerns. Um, and I guess to, to, to just continue on with what Kelly was saying, with this, we're not just throwing any ment- mentors and mentees into the relationship as well. We also um, have, like, I guess, set check-ins with them just to make sure that the relationship is actually going home. You know, they would like it to go and people are actually receiving and, and giving. And we also have training, as I mentioned before, for the minds or mentors so that, you know, they will just have tips with how to deal with their mentees and, you know, if certain situations arise, how to how to treat with it. And we also want to help our mentees be better mentees, <laughs> you know, how to ask the right questions, how to approach their mentors or minds and, and get the most out of the relationship as well. Yeah, I like that. In, uh, better intended mentees, mentees. You know, you're 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 not just soaking in because you're there, but you're you're going in because you're going after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to um, just throw this out here because it's a thought process I've had a while now, um, and I'm not. So, and I, I think it's something I should be saying more often. But water does wet the tap that bring it. I don't think people get that when you distribute knowledge you benefit from the knowledge you distribute in i don't think people get that when you pour out that when you give when you extend of yourself into a community into society that just that very act creates benefit for you as an individual right so it's, it's I, I don't think people grasp it but i have never gotten water and it tap dry right it 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 has to impact the vessel it comes through right so it's literally an extension of being the thing that you want to see you benefit from the thing that you do for others right i i honestly believe that the the journey that you guys are on now is going to change the way you see the world Definitely. Ole Ole went all day to plant and to give and to <laughs> Ole. Anyway, we could check back in with Ole and um see what, what fresh nuggets we have to get from the minds of Trinidad and Tobago. I agree with you and I look forward to when you have that combat meeting with us, you will actually know all the things that we have, how we have grown, how we have learned, what we have Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Definitely be looking forward to that. Um, so I, I'm sorry to be the, the bearer of 
semi bad news because I have to be responsible for everybody's time. I respect everybody's time. So we kind of rounding off a little bit, coming down to the end. Um, you know, uh, so I'll probably uh, ask, um, well, two things. I'll ask the, the, the ladies to give their closing remarks. And um, the one thing I would have mentioned early on, you know, normally coming down to the end of the program, and Lisa, we're playing yeah, a little bit on, on stage here. Um, <laughs> we, we normally ask guests and ourselves as hosts, like, you know, a question around, like, what you're into, what have you been reading, looking at, uh, involved in, um, that you know you think is important to communicate that 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 people should consider. Um, it could be serious, it could be funny, um, just to kind of give back to our audience too as well in terms of uh, a personal touch in our lives, in terms of things that we think they should get involved in. So, but I'll start off by um, asking our guests to give us um, their, their final words, and um, feel free. Uh, um, anybody can start. I guess I could start. I would just say we are placed on this earth. We all have a purpose. We all have a calling. So, you know, just remember to tap into it, speak to God, and then get wisdom from others, those around you. So, definitely check out Minds of Trinidad and Tobago for your mentors. But if not, you know, there are mentors all around. You can have a mentor from reading a book. You can have a mentor from looking on social media. But um, just know that it is relevant. It will really change your trajectory in a positive way. So yeah, do you want me to say what, what I'm reading now and all that? Or because yeah. everybody... <laughs> um, just... Right now I'm, I am reading, rereading a book. Um, I read it already, but I'm reading a book, simple book. Um, Dream It, Pin It, Live It. It's by Terry Savaltoy. It's about vision board. Um, I'm a firm believer in vision board. Have a vision, make it plain, have a tough people. Um, keep it before your eyes, you know, and um, so it's just about basically telling you about why you should have a vision for your life and how vision boards can help you. So check it out. I think it's valuable. In terms of funny, I really like this. I'm not on TikTok, but um, I came across a TikTok video with this girl, Didi Sam Lao Singh. She's a Trinidadian living abroad. She is hilarious. I love my culture. So I love, you know, how she... She just says things that, you know, we don't think about. So my we last TikTok, I saw she was saying, um, she's talking to her friend and she told the friend, you know, you know, fine so and the friend being a non Trinidadian, you know, it's like fine what? What are you talking about? And she said, What do you mean? You know, fine so so it's just like little things as baby, but like it's just and normal. <laughs> it was it was really, really fun. It's just normal to us and they're like, What do you mean? So yeah, so that follow her on TikTok. I don't know, I'm sure she has followers, but I don't think you'll regret it. So yeah, that's for us for me. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'll go now. Um, so final words. I just like to highlight that we all, yeah, we just all placed here for different reasons, and uh, I just I want to reemphasize that you don't have to wait for somebody to do something. You know, you be that person. You be if you see the need to do something, you know, do it how and do it um and however small you think it needs to be done you know i think we live in a society i mean no fault of ours you know historically we, you know they have a dependency on governments and and colonial the colonial powers you know would have also sort of um developed this sort of dependency culture but we have so many people in trinidad and tobago doing so many amazing things and just by us engaging with our mentors and 
we're just within our front now now little circle and then the, our circle circle so many people from Trinidad Tobago doing so many great things and you know they themselves are recognizing their role to give back so I just want to encourage everybody to just you know you are put on this earth to be you like you know like we like nobody could by you not giving back and giving your best you, you know, you are probably taking away from um, our society from something yeah. that, we, um, that we need. So it's just that reminder for to future mentors, uh, to future mentees who will in turn become mentors in their different space in their different states, um, in their different spaces. You know, check out Minds of Trinidad and Tobago, but also more importantly, you know, develop that mentorship culture, that progressive mentorship culture, because that is what, what you know makes Trinidad develop and makes our community develop so that's what i that's what my last words <laughs> and uh, something uh, funny i don't really have any funny jokes but <laughs> i mean but i would say um one song i really love this carnival is out and bad by voice from the onset i hear i heard it i loved it i loved it i loved it and i just i went to starlight um hear me starlight silver stars <laughs> I went to Silver Stars Panyard on Saturday and I heard that they were playing it and I'm loving the arrangements. And I, I wish that Panorama could have like a session where everybody makes the, their best out and bad arrangements. I would listen to that whole day. <laughs> so yeah, that's my thing. You know, check out the song Out and Bad by voice, you know, dance it, wine if you want to. It's kind of our week. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, I guess I will go. I love that energy, Lisa. Pass on to me there. I'll try to keep it up. Except my child is sleeping. I don't know if we bore. We bore. <laughs> we put her to sleep. <laughs> but um, I guess in closing, um, everything, I just agree with everything that Kelly and Lisa have said so far. One thing I would say is, um, especially for younger persons, just to be brave and be bold in going after what you want. Um, like when I... My first semester, I studied abroad and I was like super depressed and like missing home and homesick. And I remember when I came back home, my neighbor was like, so how was the semester? I was like, ah, I miss home. I didn't want to, I didn't really enjoy that much. And then he was like, why? Like, what's stopping you? You're in a new place. You have a new opportunity. Like, just be brave, be bold. So that's something I want to leave, especially younger people, you know. Once you find what you're passionate about, don't let anything stop you from getting it, from moving forward, from asking questions. I know sometimes we're shy and we see people who are successful, like on some pedestal, but most of the time they're really nice and humble. And it just takes us stepping out of our comfort zone to reach them. So, and that's part of like, you know, what we are here for, Minds of Chadal and Tobago as well, to help build that confidence, to help empower the youth as well to reach, you know, what they think may not be attainable to them. Um, in terms of funny things, so, well, all that has been played in my house these days is a lot of Dave and Ava. So like those songs are just stuck in my head. <laughs> I find myself singing it anytime, you know, it's playing in the background, you know, you just come in and then you catch yourself, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I know these songs were for it. So like that, is literally in my mind a lot of the time in the background. Oh, Abby, um, Abby, I am not, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. Do you mind just giving us a little? <laughs> of one of the... <laughs> I do, you, man. 
Oh, I'm missing advice already. Well, oh, she jump up. Okay, sorry, baby. Sorry, I'll wake you up. I'll wake Sing you up. some Devan Eva. So she, so, so oh, she. She know Devan Eva. Okay, it's alright. You're home. Yeah. Mommy. Sing some Devan Eva for her. <laughs> next time, next time. I wasn't prepared, you know. I have to get my water, my lemon, honey. Cool. Next time. Next time. But um, I guess what I um. I'm on a fitness journey. So these days I'm watching a lot of like YouTube videos. And my friend, thank you, Kelly, she gave me some weights here to use. So um, that is kind of like what I'm trying to be into right now. Yep. <laughs> Thanks a lot, ladies, so, um, for sharing it. And I'll, I'll trade across to the fellas, boy. So what, what are they about these days? Um, wow, you're leaving that to me, boy. Mr. Pan, Pan Shunbego host, let me give you a what have you been up to, Aaron? Well, Zuma already alluded to the fact that I was the co host of the online stream for donations for Pan Shunbego's Pan Elisan Coach or San Coach, by whichever way you say it. Um, and I'll be back there again on the 26th for the musical showdown but that one is people for you so you gotta pay to see me this time <laughs> just, just say it this, this face can't come for free all the time um in terms of what i am watching or reading i don't know like with how it's a taste of carnival but i find it's just as busy for me as a normal carnival season Right. Um, but I try at least to get some downtime and I have been watching this new series called Belle, which is a remake of Fresh Prince. It's a twist to it, but it, it captivated me from episode one. So so then we should watch it then. I've been toying with it. You know, uh, it, it's it, it's up to you, but it captivated <laughs> me. I don't want nobody saying and tweeting and telling saying how I refer them to this and it's, it's mess. Nah. <laughs> I hear people don't really like the new calls on. What's your mm. thoughts on him? I don't really fancy him either. Either. Okay, okay. Until he do the dance, we might get a little better. But yeah, yeah. yeah in these stages, I don't really fancy him. Oh, um, okay. And Lisa, I, I rel with you with that voice out and bad. Like, that is... Right after Black Smash Up. Yes, yes. I think tuned for this year. So, for sure, uh, for sure. Now you tell me Silver Stars playing it. I real anxious to hear them on Saturday if they make it cut. Yes, hopefully they do. Ricardo? Yo, where, 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 where? All right, so um, I'm currently reading The Answer is uh, Alex Trebek's book, um, his autobiographical uh, I don't know how to describe it because it's not on, it's definitely not the typical autobiography. Um, oh, I also recently got a book called uh, Jesus is the Question <laughs> because people uh, people don't get it, but Jesus was the kind of guy who answered a question with a question almost every time. He asked over 300 yeah. questions and he only responded, he only directly answered like three, right? So I'm, I'm going to get into that pretty soon. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so Alex Trebek, the answer is Jesus is the answer. Uh, sorry, Jesus is the question. Oh, and dog, I don't know if you all know this. 
I'm a huge, I'm developing a huge uh, appreciation for our local wildlife, right? Marvin, the mischievous Maniku. Only check out the adventures of Marvin, the mischievous Maniku. Is Marvin the Maniku on Instagram? Here I telling all there. This, this is, this is the, this is the future dog. This is the future. He's us, us, a plush action figure collectible, collectible. Right? Some people just call that stuff toy. I, I, I don't really see it quite like that. But Marvin the Maniku on Instagram. Go and check it out. Right? This is so... local, hundred percent. Yeah, see you, you're hugging snuggles there. I have Marvin downstairs, otherwise I, I would have... No, no, <laughs> normally I will not indulge you, but I'm surprised you don't have him close by. Yeah, and no, I'm actually downstairs garden, the living room. So I have um, Marvin Imaniku. Yeah, why are you telling all that? You will not be disappointed. Just go to Instagram and check Marvin Imaniku, right? And seriously, I'm pretty certain that um, little baby Abby there, she would love a stuffed toy that is actually a train begonian oh, animal, true. right? It's not I mean, That's interesting, but I feel like that might scare me if I see it that. Is so it is real cute. <laughs> oh, when I in, in real the in real the they're a little intimidating, but the cute, the cute. You know, once you don't startle them, right? But no, seriously, just go to Marvin, just go to Marvin Imanico on Instagram, and you will not regret it. I guarantee you that, right? In fact, I go on go on and, and get my. My stuff, Manny Cool. His name is Manny Jew. Short for Manny Jr. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not, moving, I, I'm I'm not sure on. how to follow that in a way. But for me, in terms of I mean, what, what I've been involved in, what I read in, what I'm doing. Um, so, well, I, I was only going to say one, but I'll, 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 follow, I'll follow the um, line in terms of um, doing two. What I've been reading... Um, I've been reading uh, one of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday's book. Um, so most people, if, if, you, if you know me, know I'm huge into Stoic philosophy. Um, I consider it a way of life in terms of my approach. And I'm reading um, Stillness is the Key. And then there's this one quote that hit me today. Um, and I'll read it very quickly. All of humanity's problems... Blasé Pascal said in 1654, stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. And that um, sometimes the key to solving a lot of issues or finding yourself is stillness. And I, it, it really hit home for me, even in the pandemic of all the craziness and we home a lot, but do we, are we really still? When do we take the time to be still? And um, and of course, there's the other side to me, uh, which is that um, I'm a huge, well, I've said this before in the podcast, I'm a huge Japanese animation fan, right? So back in the day, we were just weirdos, but now we have a movement, right? So, sure. Uh, yeah, understand? So all the young people hip to it, right? Because all my little nieces and cousins, when they see me with my anime t-shirts, they stop and say, Brenda, where you get that from? You understand? So... Um, and we have a nickname now, call us Weebs, Anime Nerds, right? Unite. Um, so for the older anime fans, I must say, hey, do not discriminate off of these new anime. Um, My Hero Academia is one that I'm looking at. And if you're into Japanese animation, that is a series you really need to follow. I'm enjoying it tremendously. All right. Um, yeah, so that is it there. Big man still watching cartoons. Uh, yeah, so... Um, 
And I want to use this opportunity in, in, in closing off. Ah, respect. What's good, Naruto? In closing off, I'd like to say thank you to the ladies. Um, minds of China. I mean, I, I really, really thank you for your work. Thank you for coming on the podcast, of course, for dedicating your time. So I must respect that. Um, Thank you for, for sharing of your own personal journeys. Thank you for sharing of your organization's journey. Um, and thank you for allowing us to be able to interact with you like this, to be able to bring out this information to others. We have a nice group of listeners who I know will appreciate this message. And um, I'm hoping I'm not overstepping, but I will extend and say that, listen, in terms of inquisitive minds, if there's any way you think that we can help give your support, um, in terms of communication, sending out messages through our profiles, anything like that, feel free to reach out to us, right? Um, if you even, and I'll, I'll do this on behalf of like myself, if you're looking for someone to come and have a chat with young people about sustainability, renewable energy, it is what I am um, very, very passionate about, right? Um, I'm actually one of the co-founders just recently started up of the Sustainability Institute of Trinidad and Tobago. A new NGO, so I know the challenges you're going through because you're going through the same thing, all right? Cardo as well would suit me on that as well on the board. So, um, so that is something that I will extend as well, right? Um, so thank you very much. Yeah, thank no, thank you for having us as well. Um, I think we love these opportunities to be able to talk to people who kind of see the value in what we're doing as well and and just have so much to offer. So we really appreciate the time to be able to share with you guys too. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for volunteering yourself. We will be taking you up on it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. My default response to any question is no. And I usually, after consideration, decide whether or not to send me yes so you feel free right hey why telling you plain talk bad manners right i'm going to follow you guys on the gram and anything that i see that is of interest value even if not to me i going to be sharing in my stories and people going to start ask me when i join that's just the way that i am right any anything we could do to help you all is something that we believe in and as i say this is a very personal episode to us so you ain't, saying, you ain't saying nothing yet. I know about filling all that form, though. You know, as I can tell me that, listen, as Gabriel kind of weird when it comes to having to do administrative things, but <laughs> but but all I have, all I have, all I have, all I have, man. Thank you, thank you, guys, so much. Thanks so much, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna initiate it since them fellas, Iran look like he he hugging snuggles, and Brendan look like he looking up anime but yo this is ricardo mitchell the social stage on the local stage thanking you guys for joining us in inquisitive minds listen minds of initiative is one thing but minds of trinidad and tobago is my bag all right thank you guys for being here with us i'm gonna hand you over yeah. to aaron bye little baby my little baby so like saying bye 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 <laughs> Right, the youngest inquisitive mind we've had thus far. Right, so I'm gonna kick it over to Aaron. Aaron, or Brendan, who 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 taking the battle? 
pointing. I don't know which direction they're supposed to be pointing. <laughs> it's like, all over the place. Though. Yeah, boy. Um, well, I guess that media was trying to point to me. Um, yes, again, sir. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. I don't know why it's always say three times, just like free, 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 free. Like, why? Anyhow, thank you, ladies. You know, and anyway that we can help, or I should say I, because I don't want to volunteer anybody. Ricardo's both up for that. Anyway, I can help that I am able to fit into my schedule. I will try my best to help. Thank you so much. Um, and to end off, you know, this is your truly DJ here on HXAs. I'm always great and I am never late. Um, as always says, yo, love is the currency. Let somebody know that you love them today. Mm-hmm. Eric is right. All right. So I could thanks for bringing it back there, Carlo. Like I just get lost in the matrix for a second. <laughs> 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 